Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On today's episode, I wanna talk about throwing seven different kinds of smoke. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. All right, so maybe you're wondering whether I've completely lost my mind, but that is actually a quote from a movie, which at this point you probably know that I'm a big movie fan. I love to watch movies. The movie is You, Me, and Dupree, and there's a character played by Owen Wilson, and Owen Wilson is sort of a drifter, Um, he's a nice guy, but he doesn't have a lot of direction in his life. And he's sort of like the, you know, the lovable friend that's going nowhere from the the main guy in the story. And so at at one point during the movie, um, he actually goes in to give a speech about your career and about your future and about your life to a bunch of grade school kids because the the professional his best friend had to work so he was supposed to go do it and he couldn't go so dupree stands in for him and he goes in and he basically tells the kids look some of you are going to go out there and light the world on fire and right from the start you're going to know what you want to do and how you want to do it and you're going to go out there and be super successful and then other people are not going to have as much of a direction they're going to sort of need to figure things out a little bit more. And that's obviously the type of person he was. And he said, you know, this is the group that nobody ever talks to. It's a shame. And it's funny, but there's also an element of truth to it in the sense that, you know, um, we, we place a lot of emphasis and we place a lot of focus on, you know, knowing what you want to do and, having ambition and drive and going out there and being successful. But, you know, for a lot of people, it it depends. You know, there may be a long and winding road to where you're going to get to. And that's absolutely fine, too. And, you know, what he goes on to say is, you know, look, it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. You may be long in your future before you figure out what it is that you want to do. And, of course, these are grade school kids, so... They're completely lost about what he's even saying, but he's more talking to himself and about himself than he is to them. But it's a cute, inspiring speech. And the reason that I bring it up is because I think there are a couple of really important takeaways. You know, one is, as I mentioned, you know, no matter matter who you are and no matter where you currently are in your life, if you have a sense of, you know, dissatisfaction or at least a sense that you know that you're capable of doing more than what you're currently doing and you want to, first off, don't lose hope, you know, because that is the spark. You know, that's the first thing, the first signal that says, look, I want to do more than what I'm doing right now. And I know that I have a bigger contribution to make. I know that there's more that I have to offer and more that I can accomplish. And that's awesome. But also at the same time, you know, what's really important about it is, and this is where the sort of the quote comes from, is it's important to be who you are and not who someone else wants you to be or what your image of someone who's successful is. 
you know, we often are, are taught to look up to certain people or admire people for, you know, what they've accomplished or who they've become or, you know, whatever their sort of accolades and success in life is. And I think there's value in that for sure, you know, to, to um, you know, look up to somebody and admire something about them is great. But where there's a line that you need to draw is you still need to be yourself. You know, you, you don't want to try to be somebody else. You can try to take on some of their values and you can try to, or some of their traits, and you can try to develop those or hone those within yourself. But it's really important that you stay true to who you are. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, I have gone back and forth about, you know, I, I see people and I see people in my own industry. I see people in other industries. And, you know, there are elements of what they do. There are elements of who they are. There are elements of their success that almost, you know, make me feel envious. It may, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to be able to do what they do or I'd love to be at that level or you know, achieve that level of success or be able to do that or whatever it is. And again, I think there's something healthy about that in the sense that it, it means that you're not fulfilled and satisfied. It means that there's more that you can do. At the same time, again, where the line becomes is, you know, it is important to be who you are. You know, there are, there are personalities online that, you know, they're fun and they, and they, they do goofy stuff. And so, you know, they're wildly successful and popular. And, you know, there are days where you go back and you think, well, geez, you know, if I could only, but if that isn't who you are, you know, if you don't have a goofiness to you, if you're serious and you are, um, you know, a little bit drier or you're more analytical, that's okay. There's an audience for that too. And that's, what's important to know is that no matter who you are and what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish or what message you have to share with the world, there's an audience to hear that. You don't need to become someone else to do it. You know, you can, again, always look to improve, always look to become better and a better version of yourself, but you want to lean into and not lean away from who you are. You know, funny story from my childhood, um, when I was a, a little boy, um, I have, as you may have noticed, a pretty deep voice. And when I was a little boy, um, the interesting thing about my past is my voice never changed. When I was a really, really little boy, I had a very deep voice. And it was always something that made me very self-conscious. I, I, I didn't like my voice. I wish it sounded normal. And when I actually recorded myself, because, you know, we don't hear ourselves the way that we actually talk. You know, our voice sounds different to other people than it does to us. And so the first time that I heard my voice in a recording, I thought to myself, that, that isn't me. You know, there was some sort of cognitive dissonance because I didn't recognize my own voice in my own head. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds a lot more normal, but it, but it literally sounded so like low and scratchy and abrasive. And I was like, oh, I, I really hated it. I was very self-conscious about it for a long time. And then as I got a little bit older, you know, what I started to realize, um, both, you know, thankfully to other people who had complimented me and said, wow, you know, you have a great voice. Can you sing? And by the way, not a lick. I'm literally the worst singer on the entire planet. But um, they were like, oh, if you could sing, you know, you'd have an awesome voice. And I'm like, yeah, well, I can't, but good luck. But 
uh, you know, other people had said things to me that were positive. And I thought, wow, you know, that's weird. You know, my, my personal framing about that trait about me was so negative, And yet I'm talking to these other people and they're pointing it out as a positive, as how it's so unique and how it stands out. You know, part of the other reason I was self-conscious about it is I would whisper to classmates back in school and most of my classmates could get away with it. I'd have a teacher with their back turned to me writing on the board and they'd say, Brett, stop talking. And I was like, ugh, you know, I mean, they could, they could ferret it right out because it was so distinct and so unique that there was no way to hide it, no matter how soft I tried to talk. And again, it made me very self-conscious. And as I got older, I started to lean into it instead of leaning away from it. And I started to value it and recognize that that's one of the things that makes me unique. You know, there aren't a lot of other people that sound like I do. And so Maybe there are traits, maybe there are characteristics, maybe there's something about you that initially made you feel self-conscious or made you feel, um, you know, like you wished it was normal. But the reality of it is no one's really normal, right? We all have our idiosyncrasies, whether they're physical traits or psychological traits or whatever. And so it's important to lean into that, be who you are and celebrate the things that make you unique because that that's where the juice is, you know, that's where the value in life is. And that's where what you have to offer makes what you offer different from what everybody else offers. You know, if everybody was doing exactly the same thing all the time, life would be kind of boring, you know, but the fact that there are different people, the fact that there are zany people and serious people and, you know, um, all kinds of different things, I think makes for a very interesting human experience. And in that human experience, there are stories to be told. And in those stories to be told, we have our voices that we have the ability to share that can resonate with other people. And if that strikes a chord with one other person, if who you are, if your story, if your perspective, your experiences are unique to you, no one else has the same life experience that you have. So no matter how mundane, no matter how ordinary it may seem to you, it's not because nobody else lived it exactly the same way. And when you share that, it unlocks things in other people where they see pieces of themselves. And when we do that as a, as a, you know, as a collective human experience, we feel validated. We feel a part of something. We feel important. And there's value in that. There's so much value in that, you know, so take whatever it is that makes you unique. You know, first of all, If you've been beating yourself up about anything because you're not driven enough or you're not successful enough, look, I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was 21. That didn't work out, okay? That's fine. It doesn't really matter because the point is, you know, life is not about a destination. It's about a journey and it's about the experience we take on that journey and the experience we gain while we take that journey. And so that is where the, you know, the richness of everything comes. And so embrace that and whatever, you know, shortcomings you may feel you have or whatever things you haven't accomplished yet that you want to lean into that stuff, celebrate it, embrace it and work at it, but recognize that there's, you know, value and meaning in that. And if you share that experience and if you share that journey with other people, that will resonate 
and that will turn on light switches for other people and that will make them feel validated. It will make them feel important. It will make them feel empowered to become who they're destined to become. And so, you know, whatever uniqueness you have, that's fantastic. And whatever journey you're on, that's fantastic. And whatever you want to accomplish, that's also fantastic. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, lean into it, be who you are, and find your, your herd, find your tribe, find the people that can resonate with the message that you have to share. And you'll find a whole world of richness that you unlock that you're able to live in and enjoy as you go through this human experience. And always remember to start throwing seven different kinds of smoke. If you haven't seen the movie, you, me, and Dupree, you got to see the movie. It's a lot of fun. It's silly. It's goofy. It's not going to change your life, but there's a lot of fun and funny stuff in there. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise. Optimize.